Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Beers, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott, and with me, I've got my good friend, Jay Beaverton. We've got an awesome new host with us. He's going to help us out a little bit this week. Well, who we got with us? Tommy Gilligan. All right. And you're cool with your first and last name being on the show? You're yeah, insane. that's fine. Tommy G you is good. Insane. Tommy G. I, see, I can Tommy forget the Tommy G. Yo, yo, Tommy G's on the set. G's for good. <laughs> right on. So if you're new to the show or you are a returning listener, we're going to tell you what we do because that seems an appropriate thing to do for a show, for a podcast. Uh, we do beards, we do brews, and we do bourbon, sometimes in that order. The beards portion, we just kind of sometimes do beard products, beard oils, beard pastes. Uh, sometimes we do beard reviews, talking about different articles you've read, top 20, blah, blah, blah of 2021. Um, what else do we do, Jim? I can't remember all the beard stuff we've done. <laughs> Uh, just like like trendy stuff that's going on in the world right now about beards. And I know since we're all dealing with quarantine, we're kind of coming out of that. That's been kind of the focus lately, sort of, with that. But then yeah. kind of breaking quarantine, we're getting into kind of the, the weird beards and mustache styles that seem to be popping up lately. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll talk about uh, a brew, which is going to be, well, we'll get there in a minute. And then we do a bourbon review as well. So literally what the name is. Beards, brews, and bourbons. You stay to the end. We got the silent B, which are the parts of the show that don't quite fit. And it's usually a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. I don't know if these guys do, but it's it's all about my my uh, id needs. So <laughs> I'm glad you can admit that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jim, Jim found us this uh, article because I guess we're wearing less masks now. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but there are more maskless people out now because COVID is kind of dovetailing, hopefully. So, Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Well, what would you find first, Jimmy? Well, uh, I don't know where I saw it. I I was just because again I'm on the internet constantly in my life, and I just saw this weird thing. Because I know we did a couple of shows back. We did the monkey tail beard slash mustache, and then I saw another one. Apparently, there's a new thing called the double mustache, which is basically just you have the one mustache, and then you have you've trimmed. I mean, I'm assuming your beard below that into another mustache below it. It's usually identical to what you have up top uh, or not, depending on some of the pictures I've seen, but that's basically it. I did see an article on LAD Bible about it. Just a little blurb about, oh God, it's so weird. Just looking at the pictures, it's just strange. It's like, it's like, it's a just, mini, it's like your mustache and then like a mini mustache. Yeah, you know? or not even a larger mustache. Yeah, most of them are larger because it's the beard. So it's uh, underneath the lip, all the way down, like past the chin on some of these guys. And I would argue that, that that's a beard. That's still a beard. It just looks like a mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love this mustache so much. I want one on my lower face as well as his upper face. These pictures, guys, are just, just insane. <laughs> I was just going to say, I... I, I think I like it more than the monkey paw because like, at least there's like artistry here. The monkey paw is just like, you forgot to shave a part or you shave a little too much. I don't know. The monkey tail, the monkey tail looked like the, you had to work though to get that weird curve. Uh, like I see just, there's just one dude who's shirtless. I'm looking at right now. He just has the, like, it's just like a handlebar mustache underneath the other mustache. It looks like he just trimmed around it and that was it. But I'm off as soon as he took the picture. So didn't look like you really worked hard for it. So it looks it looks like just if, kind of a lazy thing. Yeah, it's lazy. I don't know. To me, it looks like if if a penis could grow a mustache, that's kind of what it looks <laughs> like to me. <laughs> you know, you know what? Uh, you're that I had not considered that, and I think you may be right. <laughs> now you can't unsee it. You cannot unsee it. I can't unthink it now because you put it in my head. Yeah. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> Although there's one picture of the older dude who looks like a thinner Wilfred Brimley. Uh, and he, he's got like sunglasses on in his suit. That's a goatee. That's not a double mustache. Yeah. And it just looks like this weird puffy white lips thing kind of on the close up. It's just it's freaking me out. It's freaking me out, man. Yeah, that's I don't know anybody. I don't know any person who's ever done this. I would not do it. I guess it's just uh, since the quarantine and masks are ending, I'm going to do something crazy and put it on the internet to get views. Get the likes, yeah. The likes. Yeah, I think I do this every time I shave, just uh, leave something weird uh, to make my wife laugh, and then uh, <laughs> she tells me to shave it, and it's gone. I'm surprised my mustache has lasted this long. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I've been fighting to keep this for a while now. I'm going to try and keep fight, fight for as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you moisturize it regularly, you would probably be able to keep it longer. I do. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. That's a plug. Moisturize your facial hair, guys. You need it. Definitely. The thirsty bitch. Well, that is the exciting mustache beard portion of the show. I think we're going to, we're going to, I don't know. I got to, what's a good pun for that? I mustache you to move on. Some, uh, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. That's bad. <laughs> uh, that's bad. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, Jim's asked us to move on. He mustache us to move on. I can't, that's as bad. I can't even get it out, man. So we're going to move on to the beer portion of the show. That's the brews and beers. And so, yeah, I was in the store and I, I'm a fan of left hand brewing. This is who was uh, the, the brewery we're going to do here tonight. And it's, uh, I had never seen it. I like nitros in general because I, I'm going to say, like, I grew up drinking Guinness, but that sounds horrible. But I grew up drinking Guinness, you know, like it's like one of the first beers when you turn 21, you go, you go to the pub and you get some Guinness. And it's, it's, a, it's a nice nitro uh, carbonation. Is it really carbonation at that point? The nitrogenation, I guess, we better phrase of it. It's it's less. Yeah, there's no carbonation. I don't know what it is called. This what the nitro is called. I just know you have to pour it directly into the glass upside down to avoid just getting. A, it's head. just a different gas than carbon carbon dioxide, right? Yeah, basically, I would think. Yeah, yeah this gives a, a smoother a smoother bubble, I guess, or yes. texture and mouthfeel. So when I saw Left Hand Brewing had one, they have the galactic cowboy which is different than their normal one i was like oh yeah we gotta gotta try this one and it is a han solo reference according to their website is it really yeah, i didn't see that well, they, so i don't sense. think they really could say it because again they again uh disney uh lost right. season well, i guess because i was like well it could be like serenity or firefly because he's a galactic cowboy that's too true. but that's true too. fox is now disney so it's all disney again so again I don't recognize the image on the, the can, but just a cowboy. Yeah. Like your standard Clint Eastwood cowboy. Yeah. Spaghetti Western there. Nice. Well, Jim, uh, what is this beer that we're going to drink? Like the Cowboy Nitro Imperial Stout. Uh, usually comes in four-pack cans. 9% ABV, so this will hit you pretty hard if you're not used to the higher ABVs. But again, it, usually with Imperials, you're going to get that higher ABV rating. Only 44 IBU, so not a lot of hops. Not a lot of hops on that. Uh, let's see, the malts they use are two-row Special B, uh, chocolate, dark chocolate, C40, rolled oats, flaked barley. Hops, they do use some, Cascade, Comet, and Galaxy. But again, you're not going to get a lot of that on the taste, I would think, on this one. I like how the can tells you it's good to go with the can or from the can, but, you know, it's a, like a pros in a glass. So, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Just remember to pour it upside down with nitros because it'll because it'll do it'll do weird things if you try and tip it like a normal one. You know? Let's see if I can do this. Yeah, I like nitros. It, uh, some of the first ones I had was uh, were the um, the Guinness, and then when we started going to breweries. They that started having it, you know, a couple years like ten years ago or whatever. It was like a new thing, nitros. So oh yeah, I, sure. I, I enjoy them. Definitely going to see some settling when you do the upside down because I'm seeing it right now. It's definitely the foam. It's because you, you, it's got that nice effect where it, it, it looks like it's kind of filtering down into, into the glass. Right. It looks like a nice chocolate brown and then it starts getting darker as it uh, right. settles. And you definitely want to wait to, you don't want to take a swig of it immediately if you do dump it into the, into the pint <laughs> glass or the stock glass. Well, if you want all foam in your mouth, then yeah, yeah. You know, go for hey, that. Some, you know, some people are like, oh, I see foam. I got to drink it, you know, so they do that, that, <laughs> that thing. That's a really, really dark color there. It's like a, it's like almost black. It's, I have bad lighting here, so it could be it could be pink, and that's all I could tell. It looks really <laughs> dark to me, though. Yeah, I'm putting it up to my light, and I can't see through it at all. Oh, yeah, completely. It's completely opaque. Head seems to be settling down fairly well. I've had mine poured for like an hour, 45 minutes, and it still has uh, about an inch of head on it. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of toffee on the nose, roasted barley, some yeah, chocolate. Get, yeah, I get a little chocolate, chocolate malt. Yeah, I could see that. Just a little bit, though. Smells great, honestly. Yeah. Settled down nice, and now it's all black, which is then the, then the, uh, yeah, about, yeah, about an inch of head. Light brown looking head. 
I was going to drop a, that's what she said, reference in there. My <laughs> mouth is full of beer. So uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, got to get the what now? Yeah. I thought it, but I yeah. <laughs> decided not to say it. That was really like thick and creamy. Holy crap. Yeah. Super smooth. Oh, yeah. I, I forget how smooth these uh, nitros are. I can tell it's 9%. Like, it doesn't hide it. It's not like overpowering, but it's not. You can definitely taste it. Yeah, you get that little like uh, bite at the end. Yeah, but again, it's not overpowering, so it's not. It's, it, I I still wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't feel like it's nine percent because yeah. the nitro keeps it kind of lighter than other imperials that I've had. So with like uh, like a, just a regular uh, imperial, you get that kind of heavy, dark chocolate. What's the maybe raisin? I'm thinking raisin or or prune like that dark Ooh. heavy stuff. That you, but I'm not getting it with this. Yeah, I'm getting some chocolate. I'm getting a little. I'm getting quite a bit of bitters, which I like, um, like a dry bitter, not yeah. like sour. I think. Um, True. The, the creaminess is it's killing me. It's in a good way, like you know, murder yeah. me with this. I want to die by drinking this. You know, some sweetness there. Yeah, you know. mm. it's really good. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's one stuff that I enjoy. I can actually drink it maybe during the summertime because I usually don't drink stout. This one I could uh, drink it inside, like in a brewery, air, air conditioned anywhere, in a bottle shop somewhere. But yeah, it's it's I like this a lot. Yeah, so I don't think I'd be like out on my porch or like mowing the lawn drinking this, but right. like definitely like outside of a brewery, you know, at night, I could definitely see that during summertime. That'd be a nice treat. That's that's phenomenal. I know you picked it up today, Craig. Like, how easy was it to get it? It was the last can on the shelf. Ah, uh, nice. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh I had uh, lucked into that because <laughs> I had bought this uh, like a month ago. I was like, oh, this is great. We should totally do this beer. And uh, so, yeah, I've had it once already. But uh, I thought I'd be able to go find it immediately. And I was lucky they had they had one bottle left or can, you know, 16 ounce can. I'm not sure if I've ever had a left hand brewing. They're out of Colorado. The milk stuff's the big one. It used to be in the six pack bottles. Yeah, they're. Their normal stuff's not too hard hard to find here in Virginia. Um, I don't know how it's in Florida. Uh, it was easy to find a Total Wine. Uh, I have not seen it in, at ABCs much, but uh, yeah, I had to go to Total Wine for this one specifically. Uh, I don't know any other local store that might have it, but I know Total Wine popped up when I looked it up online. So, okay, nice West Coast, a little bit of the East Coast, at least uh, Florida, the Virginia, at least. Well, they have a pretty widespread distribution. I mean, I don't, they they carry in most states that I've seen. But yeah, definitely a very smooth overall smooth stout. It's fairly complex. It's got the smoothness plus the bitters plus the chocolate, and it's not too heavy with the nitro. So yeah, definitely if you're if you're not usually into imperials, this might be a good transition imperial just to get you into it, and then maybe you'll be ready to try something more traditional after that. It, it remind me again, imperial means what? I was just going to ask that. Basically, it just means it's it's just double. Imperial just means they put double in of whatever they usually do uh, for a stout. Like if you get, it just wasn't, it, it, they probably put in double the amount of barley. They probably roasted the double amount of time. Imperial just basically means just take what we normally do and double it. Well, there's not really right. a difference between double and imperial. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a better word to use. Imperial, it's because it sounds better. Sounds way better. <laughs> Right. You oh, like this? Oh, IPAs. Yeah, you want this? It's imperial. But yeah, <laughs> IPAs usually use double, and stouts I've seen usually use imperial. Although sometimes it switches back and forth, but usually it's that that way that I've seen. I like, I'm trying to remember if I've actually seen an imperial IPA. I think I have seen imperial IPAs though. Well, dogfish. I think 90 minute they classify that. Ah, imperial. that would be it. Okay. That's about the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, good, good stuff. Any other closing thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah, so, uh, I'm not like crazy about stouts, but uh, this is like this is easy to drink for me. Nice and smooth, good flavor, not overpowering. Uh, it doesn't taste like a nine percenter. Like it's definitely an easy drinker. Uh, I would definitely pick this up again. Hopefully, it sticks around then, because I know if like I don't know, lately, so if it doesn't stick, around, if it doesn't sell, they usually try to get it off the shelf as fast as they can. But yeah, I think this this would be a good kind of yearly thing to do for them if they keep it up yeah it's like and it's nice to have the option like sometimes you know get a uh 
because doubts can be any doubts can be anything honestly like you know you can get a four and a half five percent like a guinness or you know you can get these imperials which are double that right nine percent right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's nice to have like well i want a light drinker well i say light drinker it's like drinking bread but uh a low abv drinker <laughs> versus a higher ABV drinker you know so it's nice to have the option so so i, hope, I really hope they keep uh keep this uh product on the line you know yeah me too yeah, so I think everyone likes that one. You should add it to your book or your, your calendar. Your calendar, really? Yeah. Drink a beer. What beer? Nitro. Galactic Cowboy Nitro. Yeah, I'm glad they're starting to get paid by the ad. <laughs> starting <laughs> to can nitros more. It's a it's a good good thing. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely. Yeah, I like I like it better in the can than the bottle for some reason. It was just easier. It's easier to pour it in straight into the glass than with the bottle. I didn't see. I didn't. I, I, there was no widget that I saw in this thing. But again, maybe they don't even need those anymore. I don't know why they put guys put the widget in there anyway. But all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for the beer or the brew portion of the show. We're going to head on down to Bourbon Town. Nice. <laughs> I'm like patting myself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> just had to do my must. He just had to do my my. I'll do my mustache comment. That's fine. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So what do we have here today? Right on. So tonight we are drinking Ancient Ancient Ten Star. Right on. So this is a product from Buffalo Trace. Uh, well, actually, so I, I know Buffalo Trace houses it and distills it, but it's actually the product line is owned by a Japanese company called uh, Takara Shozu, which I didn't realize. But they they own like uh, Blanton's and they do Albert Lee too. Uh, wow. Rock I, didn't, I did not know that. Yeah, neither did I. But I mean, it's it's all Buffalo Trace because they're the ones making it. So I guess it's just like, I don't know. This is my Ford Mustang, own made in Japan. I don't know the joke there was, but I mean, if you're not making the product, <laughs> can you really say you own it? But you, I don't know. Right, you own the rights to it, but uh, <laughs> the place is yeah. still bottling it and making it. So hmm. this is my uh, non fungible token. That's right, because yeah. you own the rights to it, right? That's that's the. I would get. I guess I. I don't know. Jim's not hit the kids in the. Uh, I'm not. The well, crypto I, world. Out. I, I my eyes glaze over when uh, the the guy who's on the show our last show Dre talks about cryptocurrency. I'm just like uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I started getting like learning about cryptocurrency, and then when NFTs came out, I'm like, ah, I'm not even. I'm not gonna bother with this. So I I still haven't looked it up. Yeah, it's such a weird concept. It's uh, I know we're on down tangent lane here, right. but you know, I'm I'm gonna create a gift or some kind of like image, and then I'm gonna own the rights to it and through blockchain, and then in time it sells or transfers to anyone else. The artist gets a piece of the pie, and then the person who sold it gets a piece of the pie, which sounds interesting, but it's like for stupid stupid stuff like uh, some stupid YouTube video from like. 20 years ago is now an NFT. Like it makes no yeah. sense to me. Yep. So like the, what the, the, uh, all your base belong to us could be every time you watch that somebody gets a, a nickel or something now. <laughs> yeah. 0. 0.00 fraction of a uh, coin or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just glad I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't get into it. Cause again, I took a nose dive the other day, but I'm sure it'll be back up soon. Like, whatever. Okay, guys. Just buy the fun. dip. By the dip. By the dip. That's right. Diamond hands, bitches. Diamond hands. <laughs> so that's a really long intro <laughs> to bourbon portion of the show, guys. It is. Yeah. So again, we have ancient, ancient ten star. Uh, you know it's good because they have the name of it twice. Uh, it used to be a ten year bourbon. Then it was a six year bourbon, and now it's an it's a NAS non age specific three to six years, probably lower to three, honestly. Um. It is the Buffalo Trace Smash Bill 2, which is considered a high rye. It's not, I mean, it's 5% more rye than the number one. So it's um, barley and the rye are swapped. So 15 versus 10 or 10 versus 15. So, huh. So what's 5% between friends, right? Yeah. Right. I'll tell you the price point at the end once we're done sampling it. Don't cheat if you already know the answer, internet. <laughs> now, what I'm seeing though, is it, has this been discontinued? Because Google's telling me that it is. The 750 milliliter has been discontinued, from my understanding, that the one liter is still available. Okay. 
Interesting. But it, I haven't looked that up specifically. Um, I well, what's that? I'm on, I'm on distiller.com and it's telling me three spread Buffalo Trace, 10 yards, yeah, six, 10. Uh, this has been discontinued, but you may see it on some dusty retail shelves or your parents' liquor cabinet. What year is that from? Uh, 20 this year. It looked like it was updated. Well, that's depressing. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. So uh, hold on to that bottle, Mr. Scott, because uh, you may not be able to get any more of that. Okay. Yeah, they have the, old, the single ancient, so not the ancient ancient. Uh, it's a 1.75 liter. Yeah, they come in big bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Which might cue you cue you in on the price point, <laughs> but we'll sit on that. Well, I like to I like to taste things without thinking too much about the price point. Right. Because once you right. add it in there, it's like, oh, this is great. Well, this is horrible. You know, it it, it puts too much in your head. Definitely. So, so yeah, uh, this is I believe it's 90 proof, so it's 45 percent alcohol by volume. And again, it's about three years of age, uh, new oak barrel because it's bourbon. So that's how they do. And yeah, I think that's everything I got to say about it. That's interesting. I didn't, I, I've always seen this bottle and I uh, didn't know it was a Buffalo Trace product. So I never know who owns anything anymore. Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing. Like during the show, I'm just like, it's all connected. And I'm like, uh, I feel like Charlie in front of this, the board. Thread. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh. Charlie from um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. If you yeah. know, if you watch that show, but yeah, it just it's a meme. It's a it's a gif. Just look up Charlie uh, conspiracy theory, and I'm sure it'll come up. Well, for only three years, it's got really nice color. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks. They might have added put some additives in there because you never know what people do. Got good legs. Yeah, it's not too thin. Maybe maybe a pale watery looking, but not too bad. Still like pale gold, yeah, a little bit of copper, straw, straw. Yeah, I love that. It's like straw. <laughs> fine tastes uh, like fine leather. Okay. So if it tastes like fine leather, have you had like rough leather? Rough Is leather, there a difference yeah. in taste? You know, I don't know. I'm assuming that would be a lesser price point leather. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like Italian leather, not that Spanish, Corinthian, not Corinthian, leather. not Corinthian leather. It's trash. <laughs> Definitely a lot. I'm getting a lot of the alcohol in the nose. You can definitely smell that it's a higher proof. I get cherries right away. Really? Hmm. Hmm. There's a little bit of sweetness. It's a sweetness. I get like a little bit of grass, maybe. Uh, that hay mm-hmm. sticking to my head, maybe. But no, I'm, I'm definitely, now that you said it, I'm getting the sweetness. Not, I couldn't say I smelled cherry, but I definitely, there's like, there's a look like a hint of like maybe sherry sweetness to it. But then, but then the alcohol just comes in and just kind of wipes it clean a little bit. I could definitely get that grassy, like straw smell. Maybe a little overpowering in the uh, the straw and the grass. Kind of, <laughs> at least in my nose, my uh, giant schnauz here. <laughs> it's not bad. No, it's not repugnant. Nothing or like interesting, that. but. No oak. Yeah, I don't get any like wood or leather. Or nothing. Mm. But then again, it's set, you know, three three years, somewhere around three years, you know, you ever know. But yeah, anyway. the, more, the more I swirl it, the less uh, cherry I get. So you get your your Glen Coran there, or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You got the good glass. I of all the glassware like I have, it's like a lot of copies of the same thing, and I don't have like I see the guys with the, like Tommy has the bourbon glass, and like fuck, I want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> if I have too much glassware already, so I have to break. I have to accidentally break some more glassware before I can buy some new. Yeah. Like yeah, too much glassware. And I'm like okay, fine. Yeah, these are, I like the Glen Cairns. They're uh, I like to drink from them for whatever reason. It's fancy. You definitely get you get a better nose on them. Uh, yeah, that's what they're designed to do with the right. with the with the, with the, the that tulip with the the way it comes up like that. All right. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Are you try ready to thing. saturate your taste buds? Let's yeah, do it. do it. Getting some prune right away on the tongue, but the get warmth little, is good. Get a little like dust, like dusty. Yes. Yes, it tastes like like sawdust almost, but like not quite there. But right, it's not it. like a woody dust. It's like a hot, like almost woody. Hmm. Uh, the first thing I got was like prune, and then and then the alcohol came in again. The alcohol was there like two seconds in, or very very yeah. quickly. It said, "Hey, welcome to the party." Yeah, although it's not overpowering 
it lingers, yes, but it's not, but it's not like whoa. It's it's still smooth enough that I that I could sip it and not, you know, not like want reach for a chaser immediately. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not immediately get your creek water, you know, your creek water. Yeah, all right, right. I mean, it's ninety proof, so it's it's pretty low for a, a whisk like a bourbon. Right at that good uh, entry point. Like I'm getting sweetness, but I'm not getting like your typical vanilla. Yeah, no, no, I'm caramel. not getting vanilla at all. No vanilla, no caramel. It, the sweetness is very short lived. It disappears very fast. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a thin, like uh, not too much of an aftertaste or not too, um, the mouth feels like very thin. Um, yeah, there's not like a strong aftertaste or it doesn't really burn like afterburn. Yeah, I would be at any proof. I'd be surprised if it like burned your tongue off right. for too much. And I'm, but I'm unfamiliar with H and H, so I wouldn't know how to compare it to other because that's it's one label I I never thought of picking up when I see bourbons on the shelf because it's usually on the bottom. But, oh, it's totally on the bottom. Yeah, but you know, I found you know half the reason of doing the show is explore things. Uh, right. Half the reason to living is to try new things, right? So I, I'm always excited to try uh, new things. As long as they don't have like filler. Like I'm really not, God, I had, I got talked into buying, sorry, segue guys. I got talked into right. buying screwball, mm. uh, peanut butter. Oh, I see bourbon. Yeah. And I was, you know, there's a mini. So I was like, it's not a huge investment and it's, it's perfectly good in coffee. That's, that's the positive thing <laughs> I can say about it. <laughs> so, so we, so we had it and I expected it to be horrible and we, we did it as shots. So just doing it as a shot, I thought it was, I was pleasantly surprised as a shot. Um, but, you know, I could you imagine sipping on it though? Like, oh, pour me uh, two fingers of that uh, screwball. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I just, like, I tried, the last one I had was maybe Bird Dog. They're, they're flavored whiskey. I'm like, this is fine, but I wouldn't drink it straight. I, I need, need to mix it or just, or shoot it. It's not. A sipping whiskey by any means. So okay, we're talking about mixers. Would you mix this with something? Would you like That's, try to make like a, a Manhattan or an old fashioned or? Yeah, I probably would use it in old fashioned. I mean, personally, I I just don't think there's enough there to it would just disappear. Like it wouldn't even. Mm, uh, okay. It wouldn't really add enough to uh, like as soon as you add some mixer to it to me, it would just be gone. So I guess you, you put, I mean, the alcohol might still be there, but yeah, any taste profile would just be out. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. Like it's got like, and I, I might've incepted myself. I looked a lot, a little bit online earlier, like bread was a common term that people used with it. Like yeasty bread. Yeah, um, I can think of like a yeast, yeah, something like a, like a chewy bread, almost like a, french loaf or something right <laughs> something once you say it it does uh does i can get that picture in my head so if there's a cocktail drink that you need it to taste like bread you know i think this would be the perfect perfect <laughs> one for that <laughs> i don't know what kind of bread i'm just gonna have a texas toast or like fresh bread cocktail i don't i have no idea what you mix with that yes a texas toast bourbon cocktail I think I you're onto something, man. I, I maybe I just don't know what I would put in. Uh, I, I'll have to look. I'll have to look. I think about that because I don't know what else I would add. Because it's a good name. Well, you, want some, you want some butter, you know, because Texas toast and butter go together. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. I was like, garlic is like no, no. That's a step too far, no, buddy. There's got to be. A, I'm sure there's liquor I could add. I'll, I'll have to think about that. You heard it here first, folks. We're gonna have a uh, Texas toast. Jimmy's gonna make one for us here. And, uh, I'll put it on Twitter when I when I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in the future, hashtag no date. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have expected this to be a buffalo. If I if I try to think of a buffalo trace or like uh, anything in that line, I don't get many of the notes that I would imagine from them. No, no, because I mean, like you know, it's mash bill number two, so higher rye, so like. Blanton's and Elmer T. Lee. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like it's that 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 mm-hmm. sawdust taste or that dust taste is way way too heavy to be anything that I would associate with. Yeah, you don't get that. the sweetness of any of those. Like the even just the basic Buffalo Trace. 
Well, I'm a rye drinker too, and it's it's at least with rye, you get that kind of tangy uh, kind of smell and, and and taste of it. This doesn't have that at all. Yeah. So I don't know what rye they use, but it's not. It was kind of underwhelming for for like the the rye switch. But yeah, I wouldn't. I'd rather pick up like a Redemption rye and and just drink that than than, than this, honestly. Well, it's it's still primarily corn, right? I think they're right. like, Seventy-five uh, percent corn, I think, is the number. So, whereas your your rye or I don't know, one hundred percent rye, eighty-five percent rye. I mean, you're talking different apples to oranges there. Yeah, it's like a, a high rye bourbon, but it's not a high rye rye. Okay. <laughs> a high rye rye, you know, it's good because the rye's there twice. Yeah. So, uh, if if you didn't know, cue all the bottom shelf jokes and big junk. You know, this comes in like a liter and a one point seven five liter. Uh, I think the one liter is like 18, 19 bucks up here in uh, Virginia. State controlled might be different when you're where you're at, depending on uh, taxes, et cetera. Um, I mean, you're getting you're getting a whole big bottle for you know sub 20. So you have to balance that to other things. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the fence on this. It's not bad. I don't I don't even pitch it as like core. It's it's I've had way not interesting, less interesting bourbons in this. I think if you just want something cheap to, to drink that's not going to break the bank. I say cheap. It's a value-added drink. How about that, right? You know. Mm. Um, at least that's my opinion. I would probably buy it in a bottle. Well, especially if they're going out because I'm stupid and I like to collect things even though I'm going right. to drink all of it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to collect it and put it in the shelf. Um, yep. So I would probably go buy two more bottles. And they're in plastic, which is like not a good shelf life. I'll see if I can find the glass ones they have. Um, <laughs> oh, oh no. yeah I, I like it i, I mean, is it is it yeah i mean I it's know. 90 proof i probably wouldn't drink it neat again i would like if if you like uh you know coke and whiskey or Kirk, coke and bourbon then i would use that as a mixture just a you know drink um like ginger ale you think would go good with this yeah. yeah i mean if you're looking to uh just drink i guess I would I would put it you know I wouldn't make it as like a, you know a, a old fashioned or anything like that but just as just something that makes into your you know ginger ale or coke yeah I would buy it as that. That's fair. That's fair. There's nothing and there's nothing wrong with you know if you want Coca Cola with your uh, Pepsi. If you drink Pepsi, ah, you're just you're a heathen. Don't drink Pepsi, guys. Coca Cola all the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I wouldn't. Hard stance. Hot take. <laughs> That's a hot take. I wouldn't put Pepsi in this. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, too much sugar. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like this and like a slice of lime or a slice of lemon in there would be a nice little yeah. uh, coutrement. Yeah, I could see that. But I, I would probably drink this again. Maybe honestly, probably with a bunch of ice just to kind of make it, you know, a hot summer day with a bunch of ice would probably be okay. Um, you can buy it and you can drink it anytime you want. And not feel bad yes, about what you're drinking. I think definitely. about it. All right. Any, any final thoughts here before we put uh, ancient, ancient 10 star uh, away? Not really. <laughs> not for my end. I mean, it's not, again, uh, again, I'm more of a rye guy, so I would just be like, okay, tried it. That's cool. One of the books. And even though it is maybe going away, I'd be like, okay, it was, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Thanks for all the fish. Uh, basically, yeah. Thanks for the drunk memories dish. Yeah, I, I have too many bottles and uh, too many things, even in that like twenty dollar to you know twenty to thirty dollar price range that I like more than this. So I probably wouldn't buy it again. But if it was something like if I was, you know, buying something like big to just mix and like uh, have a party, I would do that. But it's uh, there's never not much I can really add to the tasting notes or anything. All right. Well, I think that. That note there that uh, Tommy G just let us out on is going to end up the show for us. We are Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. Uh, we do have some social medias. We are on the Facebook. We are on the Twittersphere. We have a handle. What's our handle, Jim? The uh, Twitter handle is at Bourbon Beards, all one word. Yep. Uh, we have a Patreon account, which I always want to call Patron because I guess I drink too much with uh, tequila you know, in my youth. <laughs> uh, so we have the patron ah, 
<laughs> patron account. We do, do it again. You're just not a patron. We, uh, patron. Uh, we do uh, have email. We love hearing your uh, requests, your comments. You're like, who is this? Who dis? That's fine. You can send them all day long. We are at bbbpodcast.net. That's bbbpodcast.net. It's a website. And if you want the email, it's hosts at bbbpodcast.net. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. I think you can hit, yeah, you can basically get us on all the uh, uh, devices. Ask Alexa or Google just to play Beards, Bourbon, and Brews. Or Beards, Brews. <laughs> I always switch it around. <laughs> don't I switch it around? Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. Just ask yeah. Google that. There, that, that I said it. <laughs> Ask Google to play beards. Oh my God, I keep forgetting. Don't don't feel bad. My wife today. We've been on the show for like a year and a half now. That was two years, right? And she's like, yeah. beards. Mm, I know this one. Like God, beards, brews, and bourbons. Beards, bourbons, and brews. Ah, close enough. So a lot of beards, anyway. but yeah, just ask ask any device to play our show, and it will do that thing that you yep. just said. Absolutely, we're all, we are on the smart devices. Well, everyone, we appreciate you listening to the show. We appreciate you checking out the websites and the social medias. Again, we are Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. With me, I've got two great gentlemen. Jay Beaverton. Tommy G. And before we cut out to the extra music, just a reminder, stay to the end. We can listen to the awesome music. And then we have the silent B, which is the part of the show doesn't quite fit. Um, it's a fun part where we come up with some kooky idea that I spent years thinking about or pulled out of my butt about three seconds ago. Either way, usually the latter, but um, we hope you listen. Thanks for listening all the way through the music. You are now in the silent B. This is the portion of the show that doesn't always fit with the rest. Uh, we do run a little hot in the language department sometimes, so you've been warned. And without further ado, let's let's get in here. Yes. Right. So it's, uh, I like to think of an idea ahead of time. I pretend like I spent a lot of time on it. Normally I don't. We'll just shh, that's quiet. I'll tell the audience that. Um, so today's idea, normally we do a lot of pop culture. We've done a lot of Star Trek, Star Wars. If you go back in time, forward in time, what would you do? Always hating on, uh, always hating on Ernest Klein's books because, hey, um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, so a lot of pop culture. Today, I was thinking, I've been doing a little bit of research on games. I was like, oh, games are interesting. It's a cool, cool medium. They make a buttload of money. Do you realize, like, annually... Games like board games, video games, all that kind of good rot brings in like $180 billion. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's like several countries worth of money. So, Crazy. so I was like, okay. So they make a lot of and, games. Yeah. But go ahead, Jim. Sorry. Oh, no. In app purchases is the new thing I know that people are mad about. So, oh, yeah. All the mobile devices. Yeah. My seven year old bought $10,000 worth of skins. I don't know what to do. Yeah, so. right. Well, and then you get the whole Epic versus Apple thing, which I think is still going on. I actually, follow up on that, where Apple wants thirty percent of any money you spend in the Apple app, thirty percent goes to Apple, hmm. uh, and, and Epic's like, no, we don't want that. And Apple has way more money than Epic, so my money's on them if I'm a betting person. But we'll see. But we're going to segue back into games are fun. Are they always good? No, and it's not just you know it can be board games, it can be whatever. They're not always great. So I was like, what is a game that you've personally played? Board game, video game, card game. It could be gin rummy uh, that you hate because, I don't know, you just don't like it. So I will open up the floor. Hopefully this will be an interesting conversation. If not, you know, you can tell Alexa, turn the show off. And, and that's 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 <laughs> night there. It's gotten boring. Shut it off. <laughs> Shut it off. <laughs> Gaming's been around for a long, long time. I mean, it's like if you go, there's a bar 
uh, here in Orlando near where I am called Player One, and they have like their bar is interesting because they have like it all the way back to like when like the first kind of like the when computers were just starting to be conceptualized, the first kind of electronic games came out. Uh, so that gaming's been around for it's hard to think of a game that I truly hate, and but like there's one game I still own it uh, for the NES and Nintendo Entertainment System called Time Lord. Time Lord. I don't know that And this is back in the days of, it's by Milton Bradley, another who make other other games you've heard of, of course. Other games. Right? And this is from like the 90s. And this is back before the internet when you couldn't research how to beat a game or how to walk through a game. You just had to just plow through it yourself or call a 1-900 number or it was it 800 <laughs> the nintendo experts right and the, the pay per minute kind of conversation right and it was back which i had uh and it's basically it's it's it's, it's not affiliated with doctor who at all uh which is another sci-fi uh thing it's been around for a while and it's just i don't know what made it oh it looks cool because i guess i was in the doctor who then because it's been around for a while but it's not Doctor Who. It's just, just basically, it's just an NES cartridge. You put it in, and you're this it's a side scroll. Well, it's not side, you can go side to side. I guess what the kids would call Metroidvania these days is where you would just you go side to side, and you have to get like these orbs in every level in order to transport to the next time frame to defeat the boss, and then keep moving until you get back to the future. Which you can't, of course, you can't say that because that was a different game. Uh, but <laughs> there was no Forward way to the future. Yeah, but I maybe got as a kid got to the second level and I couldn't figure out how to get past it mm-hmm. because it, it have these random things where you'd have to okay you you get to like the there's a western level and there's an orb hanging up in the sky and, how, and whenever you jump towards it it would raise up and of course you didn't know I know now <laughs> you have to shoot it to get it to come down so you can get it but you didn't know that as a kid you can't look it up because there's no internet you have to call Nintendo which I did. And once you pass that, there's another thing after that. So it's just like I remember throwing the controller down several times. And to this day, I've never beaten it. But I still own it. I actually, I do have a YouTube channel, Jay Beaverton. And there is an old video of me playing it and getting just as frustrated and quitting. So, but yeah, that's that's a game that sticks down on my mind is just an awful game put out by Milton Bradley who wanted to get in on a Nintendo entertainment system and try to make just a shitty, shitty game for that, <laughs> and just and just frustrate everybody. So yeah, that, the, that's uh, that's my selection. That's the original rage quit right there, man. It is. It is. <laughs> Throwing your controller away. And luckily, the controllers for the NES are so dense that you could throw it down and still use it. Not like today's controllers where you throw it down, it's it breaks, and you have to buy a new one. That's a, that's interesting. I've never heard of Time Lord. It's yeah. It's, I can't yeah. Think about it. Look it up online. It's there are other people who have played it online and it's 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 bad. It's just bad. Sounds like ET level bad. Yeah. No, not as bad as ET because uh, I, I thought about mentioning ET, but we've already talked about it on previous shows. But mm. this is just my ex- personal experience. ET was probably worse uh, as a playthrough, but just my personal experience on the end, because that's what I had. That's that's just my that I guess time would be my ET. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, so I, I have a couple here. I kind of have to process and like, well, what's, what's the worst? And like, you know, you get your, your magic gathering, which is a, a great game, but it's just a, it's a money sink. It's a card game. Oh that's, yeah. It's still around too. Know, my God. I see paper crack. Yeah. yeah, man. Like where's my next fix, you know? Um, my next privilege. Not, never been a fan, but, and then I was like, well, I have two. I'm gonna split them here. I won't talk about the first one very much, but Echo the Dolphin was a Sega Genesis game. I've heard, yeah, I've heard tell of that game. Oh my god, it was such a horrible game. And for like, Sega it, CD, I had it for Sega CD. You did? So yeah, it was awesome. It, it was fun, but I got stuck in a stupid level where I couldn't beat. Like I kept falling off the waterfall or this map, this like 2D ledge, and I played it over and over and over. And like it's it's back in the day when like when you when you fuck up you die and then you start the whole process over again you know after the umpteenth time you're like fuck this so i uh i i didn't throw my controller i just decided that i would uh punch the wall you know little eight-year-old greg punching the wall and ended up breaking my hand <laughs> oh we so, did <laughs> oh yeah total fracture you know a carl pinky fracture is yeah and then i then oh. i 
didn't tell anyone for like two days. And so my hands like swollen look like a fucking balloon. <laughs> and my parents are like, what's wrong with your hand? I'm like, it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, so I guess I have a lot of residual hate for that, but I wanted to plug a game that a lot of our friends have played personally is uh, it's called Twilight Imperium. It is oh, a board game. Uh, actually, I don't know the manufacturer. I should know that off the top of my head. Uh, I think they're in the fourth or fifth generation of it now. I have played the third one extensively. Uh, it is like this cool commerce game with warfare, with uh, hidden mechanics and like hidden it's different risk stealth in mechanics. Space, but like space is infinite. And it's like Star Wars meets Risk. Uh, that is probably the like best. That. Yeah, Star Wars and Risk meet in space. And if you like the setup of Risk, you'll love this game because there's so many freaking pieces to put down. And then so you spend, this is the hate, you spend like two hours prepping to get this stuff down. You sit down, you get all your cards, your pieces out, and then it, 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 it could be greatly horrible either way. The person to your left could just be like, screw you, I'm going to attack you. And, and then you're, you're lost, go through, you're out. Or... Or the game could go for like two days. Literally, you could play it for like 16 hours straight and still not have Victor. So it's like this horrible combination of like two hours of prep, one hour maybe a play, or up to 16, depending on. It's it's such a time sink. I don't know. I wasted too much of my life playing this game. So yes, that is my hate game, two hate games because I do I vaguely remember being at a friend's house and then didn't we set it up and then we played through a little bit and then we left it up come back to it later did we ever get back to it later oh yeah we got back to it later yeah we we this is back in our youth and we had you know more time than money and we set it up we played for like a couple hours put down drank a bunch of beer came back the next day cranked out another like six or eight hours and i don't think anyone actually won at that point it was just like <laughs> just like call it quits because we've, we've invested too much time so and just for yeah. background, for people, you can buy you can buy Death Stars. You can't call them Death Stars. What were they called? Uh, sun Destroyers. Sun Destroyers. <laughs> yeah, that's a original. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that. But yeah, you can buy like multiple of these, but you have to 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 build up so much money, and you spend hours and hours building up the money. But by the time you built one, your friends already had like an armada that would come and kill you. So you'd have to like put off. Like, I'm not a threat, I'm not a threat. And then, and then, but, oh, yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah, it's the, hey, well, it's always the first strike move. Whoever looks the, the biggest and the strongest get killed. So you have to be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not nothing. I'm just a weak little girl here. And then as you're like hoarding your wealth and your money, and then hopefully you have enough time to implement your, all your, uh, all your base belong to us. Wow. Yeah, that's further back. So, uh. Hey, Victor, if you're listening to the show, I hate you. You're, you're horrible. <laughs> Apparently, it's the 20th anniversary of the game. It's been around for 20 years. And I'm, I'm, what I'm seeing is the fourth edition on, online. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. 48, yeah, 48 out, four to eight hours. If you don't That's take a break, lie. Three eight, to to six hours, eight to 16 hours. <laughs> probably. My God. Uh, <laughs> retails for about 149.95. What I'm seeing online, but that's this is one particular website. <laughs> it's it a lot of plastic, so that's not a, necessarily a bad price for board games these days. I mean, you can spend easy hundred dollars on most any good board game. So, fantasy flight, fantasy flight games. Apparently. Yes, thank you, fantasy flight, huge board game manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. That's my really long winded conversation. To tell you that you know, fuck Echo the Dolphin and fuck Twilight and Period. <laughs> Twilight and Period. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tommy G, what do you got for us, buddy? I'm sure there's tons of games I that I hate and I didn't enjoy, but I'm trying to think of like recent games that I've tried to play and that I, uh, you know, downloaded a hundred gigabyte game and mm. just played it for ten minutes and just, you know, just deleted it right after. And for some reason, the Grand Theft Auto games, like I tried to play Grand Theft Auto Five. And I could just, I could not get into it at all. And uh, I just, that's one of the games I just, even just doing the tutorial, I hated. Um, <laughs> this is how you run. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was five? Because they all came out with names, like was Vice City and then did five have a specific name? 
I don't remember it. I think it was just five. I'm not sure. Huh. That was when that they up. started going more online and more first person shooter a little bit. And uh, it's 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 old. It's it's been around for like years now, and they keep expanding it. But uh, uh, just recently, we we tried to play it as a group, and none of us could get into it. Uh, I never really played any of the other Grand Theft Autos, and um, yeah, I just could not get into it. I, it might have been too late for me, but there's it's, yeah yeah it's, it's yeah, a five. huge moneymaker it is rockstar yeah, it's games it's, it's their biggest it's their biggest moneymaker um they're not even updating games now because of because they're making so much money on that <laughs> that's how much money they're making they stop making games <laughs> until this one runs its course yeah it's GTA yeah so was it like the the driving the shooting the the, the you know the music what what turned you off to it yeah, it's just like the whole thing. So I, I'm, I'm I'm big on first-person shooters, um, that type of gaming. And I think it was just like um, just the whole thing, just trying to get to a point to try to figure something out. And I just I don't, I don't know if it was the open world and I just didn't have enough uh, direction or what it was. But I played for like a couple hours and I just uh, just deleted it after that. Hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, I hear you. I, I played a little bit of it. It was it was okay. That's, I that's like driving in those games. I like driving around and like escaping from the cops. That's the only thing I've really gotten out of the, the GTA franchise. Just driving around, listening to the radio, which I've heard right. the, listening to the radio is better than radio in real life. And just driving around, just like shooting, shooting out of the window and just driving around avoiding the cops is like the best part of GTA in my GTA franchise, in my opinion. Well, like Vice City was great because it's set in the eighties. And if you mm -hmm. like 80s music, oh, yeah. which I... Of course, uh, in that same. Yeah, I, I like more than it should. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, what's the next song? <laughs> like, dancing out to, like, Michael Jackson's... Uh, <laughs> it's not Thriller. Walker or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Or Beat It. <laughs> beat It. There you are. That's a quintessential 80s song. Uh, I don't think I did anything. I got a motorcycle and just drove around listening to music. I think that's the entirety of my Vice City experience. So, yeah, it's probably it's probably more because I have so many games to play and I'm so old right now that uh, I've gotten to the point where if a game doesn't catch me, I, I just said I can move on. So it's, it's, it's probably well, it's probably more of that than the actual game. But uh, that's that was the, the closest thing I can think of. Um, there's tons of games that I that were just terrible that I can think of. But yeah, no, um, but let's dive down. It sucks. Right. Like, oh, I have more money now i'm an yeah. adult i can do whatever i want oh but right. i have no time to play these things i want to play so bad yeah i know it's right? like adulting sucks <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i went from being like a completionist that i had to do 100 percent of every game before i moved on to if i uh, 10 minutes and if i'm not enjoying it i'm i gotta move on there's too many games to play yeah so. yeah i hear you, man i am right there with according you to, according to there's a website called quora is GTA Five still worth it in 2020? Yes, it is still worth it. Very good entertainment <laughs> and been a tough selling game yet. And well, I can't read this. I don't know who wrote this. Some child wrote this. Some 15 year old child. It's the best game I've ever played in my life. Yeah, and made yeah, I'll verbatim. Very good entertainment and been the top selling game yet, and made thousands of money on the game. So it's probably the best game I played too. That is the review. <laughs> Comes up on that's, Google. <laughs> that's a high quality review. Made the thousands of money. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, oh, I mean man. it's the online too that like, people love. You know, they can uh, you know role play and have their imagination and act it out and stuff. And I just don't have the time or the the imagination to do that. So uh, I think that's where a lot of people grab onto the game. Yeah, I just need the story and uh, play through the game and move on. So you like so you're like not a side so you're just like you want to play through the actual story mode of the game you don't want to do like all the side stuff and just like play around you just want to like okay i'm focused to, to finish this game this thing as a storyline i want to finish it so that's because you said you do your completionist so i i assume that's what you meant by that just do the story mode and just plow forward i guess no no i do i do the side no? stories the, like okay. uh so gta 5 if you look at it like there's like a the gta 5 game and then there's the online portion of it where they keep adding stuff too and it's kind of like that open world no real 
goal is just uh, you can just kind of role play and do your own thing type of thing. And I think that's where that's where all the money and what people the kind of uh, go to now that they they kind of like just doing that and just you know doing whatever they want type of thing. Um, that's the portion that I don't really enjoy, I guess. But this my first person shooters. I know that they're, they're the big thing now, but like I remember playing Halo and playing with people that were much better than me, and I got killed every <laughs> goddamn five minutes. Respawn, they figured out where I respawn, they would shoot me. I'm dead now. Oh, god, I respawned. I'm, I'm dead, dead again. I'm like, oh, fuck you, you fucking... this game is so fun. <laughs> Let me play more. <laughs> I almost said Halo because I just went back and played Halo the first or one of the first Halos for the first time, and it was uh, yeah, not good, but uh, I gave it some leeway. It's it such an like old game. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I was more at the time I was playing like old, like still playing Nintendo sixty four uh, old games. I was a uh, late, you know, late to join in the new revolution of a uh, game. Right. Well, people still say Goldeneye is the best, one of the best first-person shooters ever made, yeah. and that's like well, over twenty years old now. Because like N sixty four just celebrated something twenty-something years since it was released, and it was yeah. an add-on. It was like the developers were like, "Oh, hey, we have an extra week of time. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's make multiplayer." And so, like, they literally tacked it on. No one knew, like, none of the production or the uh, the higher ups knew they were doing it. They tacked it on in a week. This. Uh, I guess there was no net code back in the day. You didn't have to worry about that kind of crap. And uh, you just threw it in there. So, yeah, it's it's classic. Any, any of the people I grew up with, like, love to play the crap out of that, you know. And then cheat by getting a uh, short round. That's not his name. Uh, odd job. Odd job. Odd job. There he is. Odd yeah. Odd job was the one that was broken that you couldn't, that was, like, un, like unbeatable in that, right. in that yeah. one. Yeah, back in, back in college when I, I was uh, – freshman or sophomore in college and that's all we did in our fraternity was play uh uh golden eye or uh like fifa at the time but uh yeah that was the big thing was golden eye man <laughs> yeah it's been around forever yeah been around forever it's gonna continue being around forever it's uh yeah we'll see what comes it's next not going anywhere virtual reality that's my plug <laughs> you, you have the VR set up, Greg. You, you're the one that has the VR set up. I do. I do. I am a fan of it. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. I just yeah. tried. I, I was uh, visiting my brother uh, in Arizona, and he, he let me do the VR for the first time. And it was cool. But then, like, 30 minutes in, I was like, all right, I got to take this off. Uh, uh, I had to get used to it. Yeah, you, you earn your VR legs. Like, right. it's like being on a ship almost. Like, the first time you're in it, it's a lot, and you can get kind of sick. But yeah. uh, if you... What was your place, Greg, I, when we were doing that? I like the shooting, like the arcade shoot em up games. Although the zombie game where they rushed at you and you couldn't move was kind of overwhelming a little bit, but it was I could still do it. Unlike my wife, who curled up into a ball and, like and could not and she's just like she's like put her hand over her face and just started like striking at you. i'm like baby it's not real it's you have to try to but no i can understand i'm, su- I'm surprised when i get the cops call because your wife was like screaming, screaming. Murder, bloody murder it was uh it's it pretty was hilarious i still bring it up to this day <laughs> i'm like you're gonna be useless in a zombie, zombie apocalypse and she's like yeah it's fine just leave me for dead I'm like well, i'll okay. make sure you're dead before i'll i'll, I'll double tap you don't worry shoot me in the leg and you run ahead <laughs> something like that no actually no she wants me to make sure she's dead so, oh, okay. uh, so okay. yeah I've made that promise read into that what you will internet <laughs> internet <laughs> alright guys I think I think we've beaten on that, that note <laughs> to death yeah but uh, we <laughs> I can't even get there man I just try to imagine like honey I promise you if I have two bullets, they're both yours, okay? Before I run, they're both yeah, yours, sweetheart. No, we've discussed this. I mean, I, I think I yeah. can survive. And she's just like, just she's like, just kill me. I'm like, okay. Uh, don't even want to deal with it. Okay. It's in the will. I hope you're miserable. It's written kill down. It's in it's in Legal your precedence. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. With me, I've got two excellent gentlemen. I've got who's who's with me here today? Uh, Jay Beaverton. 
Ami G. G. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. No, man, it was great. I love having you on, man. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome to come back anytime you want to come back on. <laughs>